This is Living Stories, featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Louis Mazet. For African-American musicians, traveling in the South was a challenge long before the Civil Rights Movement, with hotels, restaurants, and other businesses often denying them service. But as the movement heightened racial tensions in the South, black musicians had to be especially on guard. Vocalist Madeline Thompson, who traveled during the 60s with the gospel groups of Clara Ward, recalls in a telephone interview what could happen on the road. We had the skinheads that would try to run us off the road, robbers mm-hmm. that, you know, if you needed light or too much light or whatever. So it was very scary. And sometimes Mrs. Ward would say to us, Clara's mother, you guys just pray because nobody out here to help us but us and Jesus. Reuben Burton describes an incident in the 60s involving the Reverend Eddie Franklin, a fellow member of the Victory Travelers Quartet. Who was in Kentucky. You know, that's the heart of the Klansman. Oh, yeah. And he went to buy some bologna. He got a nickel with bologna <laughs> and gave the man a $20 bill. And he said, cut it thick as possible. So the man got angry. So he cut the bologna, and he went and got change and put it in some water. Franklin looked at him. He said, ain't my money. It's not my money. So everybody, oh, boy, what? He said, no, that ain't my money. He said, go get my money. So we all, you know, we all came back. We had to stand up, you know, what yeah. do we do, dive or whatever. Then the guy got scared. Actually, so we wasn't running from him. He gave him money. Then he came to us and told us who he was. He was one of them. Was a part of the client, one of the leader. And he called your boy. He said, You boys have changed, made me look at you boys different. I spoke to shot y'all, but I didn't. Bad part about it, Franklin had a gun on him, we didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> These touring musicians often found refuge in the homes of local blacks. Gospel singer Reverend Dr. Isaac Whitman fondly describes the time his ensemble stayed in a woman's home while performing in Marshall, Texas. There was a snowstorm, but it wasn't in that city, but it was coming that way. And so we were trying to get through with the last program that night and get on out and beat the snowstorm. Yeah. And so she told us, she says, well, I hope y'all beat the snowstorm. She said, but if you don't, you can come on back to the house, uh, but you're going to have to sing for your breakfast. And so, you know, we laughed because we just knew it was going to beat the snowstorm. Well, here we come dragging back luggage and all, cop full of snow. And so she opened the door. She was so happy that we came back. And the next morning, she fixed us this good breakfast and all like that. And we come out, and we sit down at the table. And she says, mm-hmm. no, 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 you can't eat. And we said, why? You know, we laughed because we had been at the house for a week. Yeah. We laughed, you know. And so we started back, and we said, bless you. She said, mm-hmm. She said, you got to sing. We had to sing three songs before she would let us eat breakfast. That was the most funniest thing. She had an upright old piano there. But you know, I think about her often, for somebody to love what you do that much, Mm -hmm. you know. Racism was certainly not confined to the South, but black musicians traveling these states during the Civil Rights Movement had to face the suspicions and hatred thrown their way by those who sensed and feared the coming changes. Living Stories is heard every Tuesday on 103.3 FM, Waco's NPR. For more information about this program or the Institute for Oral History, visit us at baylor.edu slash livingstories.